following all adulting adults. You're tuning into The Grown Up Podcast, a show I created to talk about the struggles of the new millennium and share different perspectives in order to make sense of being a grown up. Along the way, I search for independent music, businesses, and individuals who make a way for themselves in the content creating industry via podcasts, books, blogs, vlogs, and more to show that we should support each other's ideas instead of tear them down. Tune into the podcast monthly and don't forget to follow me to stay up on new artists, new adventures, oh yeah, and more grown up shit. Now, let's get to the episode. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. What's good, everybody? Welcome back to the Grown Up Podcast, where you already know what we do. We talk about that grown up shit. I sprinkle independent music in there. And of course, we highlight and celebrate independence all together. And today, I'm so excited to end the year off on a positive note, celebrating an independent woman who is doing her thing. I'm so excited. And I I can't contain it. Obviously, you can see all over my face. (laughs) And normally, I would have them introduce themselves and, you know, give a little warm welcome. But I feel like she deserves an introduction. Okay, because she's got quite a lot of titles and I'm, I'm just I'm excited to have her here. So without further ado, please help me welcome queer radio personality, founder of E3 Radio, which is an online independent radio station. We'll be talking about a little bit later. She's also the founder of the Cube app, which we will also be talking about later. And she is also the host of the three time black podcasting award winning show. Queer News Podcast. Please help me welcome Anna Deshaun. Oh, <laughs> that was dope. That was dope. Thank you so much. Thank you. Um, thank you. How, absolutely. How you doing? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. It's so good to be here with you. I mean, we we've talked a couple times. So I'm, I'm, you know, I'm honored yes. to be on the show. Yeah. Fantastic, fantastic. I'm happy to have you here. And like I said, I wanted to end the year off with a positive bang, celebrating independence and letting people know we still out here and we we strong, you know, so um, let's get it started. Uh, so like Anna was mentioned earlier, we got connected around May this year when I reached out to request about my podcast be taken in co- into consideration for the Cube apps. We'll be talking about that a little bit later, but just to give you guys kind of a little gist of what that is, it's basically a curation of music and podcasts by BIPOC and QTPOC creatives. So, Anna Deshaun, how did you manifest this moment where you obtained these titles and started making the impact that you're making right now? Ooh, that's a loaded question. There's um, (laughs) where to begin, you know, at if I started in the beginning, <laughs> I've just always I've always loved the media, always loved television. I always wanted to be the next Robin Roberts doing play by play announcing sports announcing. Yes. She was who I looked up to when I was a, a kid watching ESPN with my dad every night. 
this is still a thing. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> and so I just always wanted to be hurt. And and that, okay. and that was always very clear. And I can remember Dope. my parents putting me in journalism, um, like summer workshops. And and that's what nice. I went to school for. That's what I got my degrees are in communications, radio, TV production. And I was blessed enough when I left school and left my master's program to get into work where I was in the broadcasting field, but it was leveraging the internet um, versus right. a traditional medium. And so I, I worked in corporate America doing that for about 13, 14 years and while doing my independent thing on the side in a passion project. And I just never let it go. You know, when you're called to do something or you yeah. just feel like something is in your spirit and your gut, you just don't never let it go. I just never let it go. And, <laughs> and when I quit corporate, my first month being full-time entrepreneurs in February of 2021, and so when that moment happened, I just decided to give everything I had been given to corporate for such a long time. And you know how much we'd be given to these jobs. Oh, yeah. And I decided everything. Oh, everything. We give it our time, our energy, our brain space, Absolutely. our mental capacity. Mm-hmm. And Emotional, I decided everything, everything. It's, it takes everything. Mm-hmm. And I decided mm-hmm. that I was going to give all of that back to myself and back into my work right. and to see what I could create. That's right. You know, I just didn't want to live life with any regrets. And Absolutely. it's a roller coaster, but it's been an amazing ride. <laughs> oh, yeah, most yeah. definitely. Most definitely. Well, you kind of hit a little bit on my next question, which is when did you know broadcasting was your calling? But I guess more specifically, kind of describe the feeling because I know some people. You know, they they feel like this is something that they want to do or they know that they can do, but something discourages them along the way, but they never lose that feeling. So if you could describe that feeling so people can know that that's something that they should understand to pick up the phone for and answer that calling. 100 percent is that thing that you just cannot let go. I when I was an undergrad, I was doing play by play announcing um, and I was going on that path. But it was clear that people in front of the camera did not look like me. There are not right. masculine of center women on television today. You can't. Definitely. Maybe you can name one. I think I can name maybe one. But we just don't exist, right? There's a there's right. definitely a look and feel for a person who is on the 10 o'clock news who identifies as That's female. Right. That's and right. that is not me, yeah. right? And then I had mm-hmm. an opportunity to turn on Tom Joyner in the morning and do the weather and the traffic and people would call in and say I love your voice I'm so glad you're on the station and I was like this is pretty dope I can look like a bum no one has to be worried about what I look like and I can still talk to <laughs> you know thousands right. of people at any given time it was right. it was a great experience um Believe me, we had our challenges. Okay, I was in college and Tom Joyner wakes up real early. Okay, I was not on oh, time. Yeah. The station owner, we would get into it. Child. I, even, I think I even quit. Yes. He probably still has the letter that I wrote when I quit. Um, but, but the experience was really special. And I really, I really loved radio. And I think my right. advice to folks is be less concerned about maybe what you think you should be doing and tap into what people compliment you on the most. Mm-hmm. What do people tell mm-hmm. you they enjoy about you? What do people tell you they like right. about you? You know, That's what do right. people tell you that you're good at from their perspective? We can often not see ourselves um, the way mm-hmm. other people see us. 
And mm-hmm. one thing that's always been consistent is that people appreciated my leadership. People would tell me they loved my voice or they like I was a great public speaker or they always wanted me to talk yeah. or they always wanted me to do the right. prayer. Like these are things that just <laughs> <laughs> always praying. Yeah, people yeah. Just always <laughs> were asking me to do these things. And right. eventually you said you have to sit in there like, well, maybe this is what I should be doing. Maybe it is, right. you know. Um, right. We're, we're right. always talented, and I think that's always the challenge. We're good at a lot of stuff, and so we'll be mm-hmm. trying everything out. Yeah, you are. Yes. You're great at a lot of things, but what's yeah. that thing that other people think you're great at? <laughs> right. Um, and yeah. try putting all your time and energy into that one thing, not ten things, not right. five things, not three yes. things. That one thing. Um, and I say that as someone who does yes. multiple things, but they all tie in together. But like, <laughs> you get what I'm saying. Right. But like, just focus. Yeah, yeah, I focus get you. on that and execute yeah. that. You know. Definitely, definitely. Okay, okay, definitely. Well, I'm gonna take a little bit of that advice as well because I definitely dabble in ten different things, <laughs> but a few of them are equal one. Yeah. So we'll we'll try and I'm gonna hone in. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so my next question here is. Why choose the independent route when so many others choose the quote-unquote easier path, meaning they sign with a company or they attach a well-known label to their name or, you know, something like that that really gets them faster exposure rather than, you know, the, so to speak, slow and steady race? Sure. So in broadcast media, your, your path is start in small markets and work your way up. And I spent six years in very white towns Mm. and Mm. it was, I was like, I was just over it. I couldn't, at that point, I couldn't see myself continuing in small markets and still being okay. And that's a decision Mm -hmm. I had to make that this broadcast path is the traditional way. It's just not going to work for me. I need to go home back to Chicago. I need to see my people. I had missed my family. You know, I went to school for six years straight and Mm. I was like, this can't in Iowa and in Ithaca, New York. And I was like, I can't take a small market. Mm -hmm." And so for me, (laughs) for me, I couldn't think about starting somewhere small. I was like, I got to go home. I'll find something that works. And I did. And so right. that that was really the definitive moment for me as to why I didn't go the traditional route for people in my career. But at the same time, mm-hmm. it was also was clear that I, I don't work that well taking orders from people. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I started in small. I always worked at a small company and I ended up at a tech startup where they want you to be an independent thinker and they want you to be sort of more entrepreneurial in your work versus right. a stringent corporate environment. I just knew that was just not going to work for me. I have too many opinions about how I think something (laughs) should run or be to, you know, really thrive in those types of environments. So I just, I just always knew that I could not go the traditional route. Right. Okay. Okay. Well, what advice do you have for people who may present like, you know, they, they, the brand gets presented to them and they know that, they don't want to, but they also want that instant gratification, so to speak, that is very much prevalent nowadays in society. What advice do you give to them to make, I guess, the best decision for them and really kind of stay authentic and true to themselves? 
nothing happens overnight. Someone uh, someone said to me, man, Anna, you blew up overnight. And I was like, what are you talking about? I started this station in 2009. If overnight is 13 years of work, then absolutely make it mm. overnight success. But there's there's just no such thing. Right. There's really just no such thing. Um, you know, we're all just waiting on that one yes Right, we just need that one person, that one correct person at the right time mm-hmm. to give us that yes, right? That's what we all wait on. Right. I think we can look at other examples of this as well when we look at the Issa Rays of the mm. world and the Lena Waifs of the yes. world and the Ava DuVernay's of the yes. world. There is nothing overnight. That's right. You can literally follow the trajectory of their careers, you know, and you can... I mean, for, especially for Lena and Issa, you can start at YouTube. Right. <laughs> There's nothing overnight right. about that. Yes. And, I, and I'd also say that it comes with a lot of risk. Mm-hmm. And that's really the biggest differentiator. Mm-hmm. Are you willing to take the risk? Are you in a position to take the that's risk? Right. Some people are not in a position to take the risk. You know, I'm sitting here and I can be very clear about my social location. I don't have children. Mm-hmm. Right. It's me and my wife. I am a caretaker. Right. But I'm in a position where I can take significant risk and it not affect a whole lot of people. Right. And I can hone in on that. So you really have to just tap into where you're at and not compare yourself with other people or what they do. But you'll definitely use people as examples. I use those three folks all the time as examples for me in my work and that you just have to be incredibly consistent and be willing to take some risks. Absolutely. <laughs> um, and be ready for the, I say a roller coaster and I mean it, be ready for when it comes down, okay? Oh, yes. um, and how you handle that low moment mm-hmm. and, and how you work yourself through it because they happen all the time. Mm-hmm. I try to be as transparent as I possibly can in how I so, show up on social media right. and sharing that it's not always a win. Right. Like, Yo, this sucks yes, sometimes. Yes. Okay, that's why um, yes. <laughs> it really does suck sometimes. Yes. That um, that quote by Issa where she says entrepreneurship means that I did this shit. Like, yes, like that's for real. Yes. There's always people. You, n- I never want to do anything alone ever again. <laughs> There's always people who help support. But at the end of the day, if I stop today, this whole thing will right. stop. And that's and that's a very real right. thing. So, that's right. Yeah. Um, Hopefully I answered your question and all no, of that. Yeah, but you yes. definitely did. You definitely did. I I try to do the okay. same thing with the Grown Up Podcast where, yes, there's these very much highs of, oh, my gosh, I started this podcast. People are reaching out. I have these guests and all that. But then there's these incredible lows where I'm experiencing these personal things in my life. And I'm also putting that on the podcast and saying, hey, these are also things that I'm going through as well. It's not always the great. It's also the bad. And you have to take both of those things and hone into yourself and create the person that you want to be out of both of those things not just the great you know so i definitely you definitely hit it so um let's get into e3 radio and the app okay yes so excited i want to talk about it so tell us about e3 radio and the movement behind forming the app as an extension of the online radio station 
100%. So E3 Radio, we're an online radio station playing queer music and reporting on queer news. We host the award-winning Queer News Podcast where we talk about the intersections of race and sexuality and when it comes to politics, culture, you know, entertainment. I love radio. I just love radio. I grew up with it. Um, Chicago's a big radio city and I just love the relationships that people had and still do have with their radio right. hosts. It's just so different than television. Right. It's it's so much more intimate. There's an opportunity for you to get to know people. I agree. Yeah. And in conversations about four years ago, me and my co-founders, which just happened to also be my best friends, were talking about how do we continue to remain relevant? Like, what direction do we want to go with the station? Um, and then we started talking about podcasting mm-hmm. and for many many years I fought against the podcasting <laughs> um, movement I was people were like oh you got a podcast I'd be like no I have a radio show do you hear what I'm saying I have a radio show it is live you catch me at a certain That's time right. I, but you know uh, but we were online right. and we always had RSS feed so yes we were technically podcasting but right. not in the same way that we podcast that I podcast right. today uh, <laughs> but we started talking about podcasts and just how difficult it was to find new things to listen mm-hmm. to that were by black folks that were by black queer mm-hmm. folks and where where are our creatives mm-hmm. and we just kept talking about it and maybe we could be part of the solution mm-hmm. because we knew we wanted to create an app for the radio station to make it easier for people to listen on the go right. Right. And then it became, well, maybe we solve both of these problems at the same time. Mm-hmm. And and then it just evolved from there. Right. Um, the name originated because mathematically E to the third power is to cube something. Yes. And then we put a Q on it to make it hella queer. <laughs> so that's where the name comes from. Oh. And it is truly a direct pivot uh, from the radio station into the podcasting space. Absolutely. And I'm excited about the, the problems we're going to be able to solve with the queue and I, and there's a couple one ownership period uh, we need more black folks ownership of media more black queer folks ownership of media more women I mean let's just tap into all my intersections right. there but then also um, creating more content mm-hmm. At the intersections of race and sexuality mm-hmm. in the podcasting space and telling our stories and all the verticals and all the ways. And so we're going to be doing that with our Cube original content, which I'm so excited about that we're going to be dropping in 2023. Mm-hmm. And then <laughs> whoop, whoop, I'm really excited about the podcast. I'm so excited about that. Uh, and then there's the discoverability part. Right. So we've accepted 94 podcasts into the platform. I can't wait to drop one of these platforms here soon (laughs) so people can begin discovering all this great content that's out here right the problem is we cannot find it it's not that it doesn't exist the data shows us that 43% of the market identifies as BIPOC as black indigenous or people of color 43% but when I look at the top 100 list there's four of them how is that even possible? Right. It's just been clearly a lack of investment. We're gonna we're here to change that with the cube. And I'm really excited about being able to solve these problems that help to tell our stories out here in the world. Absolutely. Uh, I very much appreciate yeah. you and all that you're doing. And if y'all don't, I don't know what y'all doing. <laughs> y'all gotta tune in and tap in, know. okay? Cause this is this is beautiful. This is something that we need. This is you know, when people create something and it's goes, it goes unnoticed, it's insane. And like you said, like when people said, oh, you just blew up. That is mind blowing, mind blowing. And that's why I love 
doing this podcast podcast because I'm like, how are you not seeing these people? Hello, <laughs> like hide, shine the light on these people. This is what we need to do. We need to shine the light on each other and uplift each other and tell each other, yes, I see what you're doing and I love this shit. I also love the shit that this other person is doing too and this other person is doing too. And we can all be okay with that and uplift each other and not have to keep tearing each other down and you know feeling like people some people aren't being heard and others are just being completely shut out and all of the stuff like it doesn't make any sense we can open up the dialogue and you know and be more open and so I, I much appreciate everything that you're doing and you know I hope after this episode you get a bunch of love and, and people telling you the same thing as well okay so um, my next question here is what are your goals as far as your independent journey that you're currently taking right now and with the radio station and the app I love goals. <laughs> yes. I, I got a great I question. Love goals. Yes. <laughs> yes. I freaking love goals. I'm a Virgo. I like yes. writing things down and checking things yes. off. Um, with all that being said, I have goals that shift, mm-hmm. right? And so I'm all about a pivot, but I am clear that every year I set particular goals for every part of my life. Right. Um, you know, when you're coming out, before you come out, you really live a compartmentalized mm-hmm. life. Some people know this. Some people know that. Some people don't know anything. Right. And how that translates into how you live is bananas. And you don't dig into it until you go to therapy, Ooh. okay? But you just realize how everything is so uh, compartmentalized. Talk about it. Talk about it. Mind-blowing, okay? Yes. And so my goals are compartmentalized in some ways as well Mm. but I recognize it okay and so I have goals for E3 I have goals for the cube I have goals for my personal Mm. life I have goals for my marriage Mm. I have goals for my family Mm. and how I show up for my family Mm. and those that I care about the most right and so I I have goals across my entire life because all of it is very important and all of it makes up who I am and it also keeps me focused on what I need to be executing Mm -hmm. Um, and I think that oftentimes we don't set goals and and for every aspect of our lives and then things fall apart Mm -hmm. uh, because we aren't being intentional Mm -hmm. about how we show up in those spaces Mm -hmm. and so I journal and I have my mastermind book and I set these yearly goals and then give myself an opportunity to achieve them on a monthly basis. And then I set weekly goals as well. So I have goals at every stage because I I will lose focus. Right. My mind is busy. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a creative. We always got another idea that will set me off yes. um, <laughs> and completely lose focus. Absolutely. And then I, I look up and I'm just like, oh, I never I never hit this goal. I forgot all about it. You know, and so I do my best to be intentional about the goals that I set. Right. If I'm talking in specifically about E3 and the Cube, in general, our goals for 2023 are to raise brand awareness, to build trust with our listenership. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, we want to build up in our revenue stream so that we can empower more of our ecosystem mm-hmm. of Black, Brown, queer folks who are creating this content. Right. Um, so, you know, for me, those are our major goals. Um, That's beautiful. And I think if we 
build the brand and build the trust and create great content, then all the other things, listenership and revenue will come. Absolutely. So in general, Absolutely. those are mine. Right. All now. right. All right. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. <laughs> okay. Um, what keeps you motivated on a daily basis and how do you stay grounded tasking yourself with a huge responsibility like reporting queer news? Because it is certainly not easy. Yeah, it's not easy. What keeps me grounded, my family keeps me grounded. They make sure of that. <laughs> um, what keeps me motivated is wanting to make them proud, wanting to make my community proud. Right. I, I don't know if people think... Um, I don't know what people think when I say it, but I'm just being honest. I, I do find it to be an honor to be of service to my community in the way that I am with Queer News. Mm-hmm. You know... It means a lot to amplify our stories and it means a lot to me. That's why I started this work because I just never felt like anybody was giving us the time that we deserve. And they just want us to be quiet and invisible. Mm -hmm. And that's never who we've been, no matter what makes you comfortable. Mm -hmm. Right. So I take a lot of pride in amplifying our stories and the good stories and not doing what traditional media does, which is, you know, what bleeds is what leads. You know, that's the saying in the business. And I don't want to talk about what's bleeding all the time. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, we get enough of that other places. So I take a lot of pride in amplifying the stories that um, give us some joy Mm -hmm. and some happiness. And I, and yeah, it's just a real honor for me to do that. And so, yeah, being of service matters to me and motivates me, making my family proud, my community proud. When people, um, when when the elders uh, tell me like you did good, yeah. I know they mean it because they don't say it. <laughs> <laughs> so in Chicago, I know in Chicago right. is a tough city. You know what I'm saying? Oh, they yeah. tough. They've been through a lot. You know, and I look up to them. They the things that they did, the barriers that they broke Absolutely. through, um, across the board. Like I look up to so many of them, and when they look at me and they see me, they were like, "You did good." Keep doing yes. it. I was like, okay, yes. I'm all right. I'm doing all yes. right. <laughs> I know that feeling. I know that feeling. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, so as we wrap this up here, my final question for you is any advice for people looking to tap into their inner independent self? Yes. Read this book called The Big Leap. I think it's brilliant because, and also, let me just also say this. I don't read. I listen. So don't don't be like, oh, she a reader. No, not really. You know, before you get interested in that thought, what's crazy is I've been telling myself I want to read so badly. I read maybe like two books and now I'm like, I need to listen to these books. <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> I'm, I'm just telling you. Okay. I, and I'd, be, I'd be having to stop myself because you, you. you think of a book. Okay. <laughs> But yes, homie, read it, okay? <laughs> Audible will give you that free credit. Amen. I wait to build up my credits and be like, let me get these right here <laughs> on my wait list, wish list, whatever they call it. Um, but so for somebody, anybody that's listening to you, looking to do something independent, you've got to listen or read The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks. I think it's a beautiful entryway to you figuring out exactly if you're ready to take The Big Leap. Mm. And... You know, in that book, he talks about upper limiting Mm -hmm. and what it means to be in your zone of genius. And he talks about these other zones and all these other things. I'm not giving away the book. But what really helped me 
was figuring out if I was ready to take the big leap. Mm. And when I take that big leap, how am I going to prevent myself from upper limiting? And by upper limiting, he means like a good example I use all the time is you you go on and you try to diet and you diet, you lose them 10 pounds, but then you gain them 10 pounds back <laughs> over and over and over yes. again. Or or you're in a great relationship and then all of a sudden you all spark an argument and now you're fighting and you don't know why. Mm-hmm. And every time you get to this point in this good relationship, all of a sudden you start to mm-hmm. fight and you don't know why. These are like all what he would define as upper limiting ourselves. We get to a place of something really good and we don't know what to do with it. And so we self-sabotage. But there's reasons why we self-sabotage. There's learned behavior that we haven't tapped into. Um, There's things that we have internalized that we have pushed back somewhere. Mm -hmm. But then you hit these moments of joy in your life and these and these experience impact how you continue to move forward. And. Let me tell you, if you start jumping out here and you're not clear about who you are, what you're looking to do, your why, you will continue to upper limit yourself and you will you will be going on a hamster wheel mm-hmm. instead of like an upper trajectory of where you're looking to go. Mm-hmm. So I would say dump, jump into the big leap and then do um, Rachel Rogers. Everyone should be a millionaire. OK. Okay, y'all heard the woman. Yeah. Okay, tap into your independent <laughs> self. Listen or read these books, and listen to yeah. yourself. You know, listen to that voice inside your your heart, your mind that's telling you this is what I want to do. You know, and it's hard. Like we both saying, it's tough. It's a roller coaster up and down, but we we both here. You know, and I'm so glad that you joined me today, and I'm overjoyed excited um i really really appreciate you and uh do you have any final thoughts that you want to put out there any personal shout outs you want to give and please 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 for people who don't go to the description tell your social media and where they could go uh the website link for uh the radio station for sure so i guess my final thought would be just Continue to do things like this. Listening to, you know, Derek's podcast is grown up podcast is like a great way for you to begin to tap into, you know, you becoming your better self. Right. Mm-hmm. So I say keep doing that. Never stop learning. Yes. No one knows everything and push past your ego and all those <laughs> things that are holding you back, mm-hmm. you know, self-sabotaging. Mm-hmm. Leave all that stuff behind and continue to learn and be open to all the possibilities. We just we just don't know. We don't know what's going to happen today or tomorrow. Like quite literally, you put yourself out here in the world and you trust that the divine, whatever that is to you, is holding you, you know, on this journey. And you really have to tap into that. You have to tap into your faith muscles, Mm -hmm. Um, because when you're taking these risks, that's all you got. All you got is you and your faith, mm-hmm. um, in my opinion. So tap into whatever that divine is for you. I agree. 100%. You can you should read the description. OK, I mean, I'm sure it's a lot of good stuff in there. But if you're not, you should follow me at Anna Deshaun across all the socials. Choose your favorite one and go be great there. Yes. And same for E3 Radio, either number three radio and then the cube app so the Q-U-B-E app across socials as well and we're going to be building up our social presence going into next year as we drop our content and all those other good things so definitely be on the look la- look out and share all the good things you like yes yes <laughs> yes whoop, whoop. I'm so excited y'all whoop, whoop. heard the woman go yeah. check out everything follow her <laughs> 
follow the app, uh, follow the radio station, tune in to Queer News uh, Podcast, radio, all of that. Y'all need to just tune in. Like, hey. independence, we are here and we're busting the door down. In 2023, you know, we, we coming through, okay? And I'm trying to end this 2022 off positive and strong and celebrating independence. And I'm so excited. Thank you so much once again, Anna Deshaun, for joining me. And we going to keep it pushing, everybody. I, technically, I, this is really be in, in the naturally on the wave segment because you, you naturally on your wave. <laughs> So I'm going to put that in the description because let's 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 get technical okay. here. You really are naturally on your okay. wave. You are in your now and we're celebrating you. So, like I said, thank you for joining me. I appreciate it. Y'all make sure you go to the description. Check her out. Please, please, please click all of those links. Listen to the radio station. And yeah, I'm, I'm inspired. I hope y'all are. And yeah, let's continue to celebrate independence, y'all. Uh, I, I appreciate you once again and please make sure you're staying tuned with the grown up podcast until next time stay safe be kind and we out of here hold up What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.